0: You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue. The same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896. Or visit
1: At the 450 in the Trotters Derby, it's Love Me Too. He's worked hard. He's being joined by the Queenslander, Not As Promise, who strode up and put its head in front. Waiting on the run, London to a brick. Prince of Rock's running on around Moonwalker. The locomotive is trying to bullock his way into the clear. Under sequence in the lane, they're all tired. Love Me Too is gone. Not As Promise reached the lead. Prince of Rock, and here's the locomotive coming home like a train down the outside. It's Not As Promise coming at it. Prince of Rock and the locomotive, not as promised, digging in. Prince of Rock dived. They'll hit it together. Oh, it's close. Not sure. Not as promised, the Queenslander or Prince of Rock in the derby will wait for the judge. Third was the locomotive. Oh,
0: Chris Barsby, very proud Queenslander, of course. Tell us about that result, Chris. As I say, good morning to you at at Merribara.
1: Yeah, Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. That's huge, that result, in so many ways, uh, given... Where we've come from with, with trotting, Steve, this is the Victoria Trotters Derby. This is a Group 1 feature. This is the best race on the calendar as far as young horses are concerned. That's the first time we've had a Queensland-trained runner in the race, and naturally now we've got a winner. So it just proves how far we've come with the Square Gators in recent times. The other star three-year-old this season for Emma Stewart. Susan is her name. She's q She started her career in Queensland, and now she's proven beyond doubt that she's probably the number one three-year-old trotting filly. Probably you could m- mount a very strong argument for rocking with attitude. And now we've got a Victoria Trotters derby winner in the same group the same Mm. year it's phenomenal how far we've come he's got the breeders crown coming up in a couple of weeks time and don't be shocked steve don't be shocked this will blow your mind because it blew my mind when i found out this news they're considering taking this guy not as promised a queensland trotter to new zealand for the new zealand trotting derby which comes up on december 12 at addington so he'll be going up against the likes of You know, the All Stars operation, Paul Nan, who's probably one of the greatest training, uh, trotting trainers in the world. So, this is just huge that, you know, a Queensland trotter, uh, you know, can, you know, compete in these races, not only compete, but win because he was able to do it and he did it the hard way. There was no fluke about that victory there on Sunday afternoon. Poor draw outside of the second row, more or less. Three wide to the breeze, and he, you know, was just too strong for his rivals. It was only a short half. head, the winning margin, but he was so gallant. And it just sort of adds merit as well, just sort of peeling back the layers of this story. Graham Dwyer only trained his first Group 1 winner earlier this year. It was back in August. He had the favourite for the Kyberhead try two-year-old Colts and Gildings. Quick change. He was able to score. So he's got the full gamut of emotions now because he had the favourite in that Group 1, and then on Sunday... I think they bet as much as 200 to 1. Yeah, he started
0: 40 to 1, this horse, not as promised. He's won 7 from 13 now.
1: Yeah, and, and since they purchased this horse, they bought him from Lara J Farm. So they bought him off Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars. He's only been beaten once, and that was last week in the derby heat. And we spoke with Graham last week, and he said things just didn't go to plan, you know, with the travel, getting him down there. There was a few little issues that they wanted to work on. So... They were fairly confident. And then you look at the other side of the story. So, that, And Lane Dwyer, which is Graham's son, he's only 16, started driving earlier this year. He's been the constant caretaker because he does all the track work with this guy. Mm. So huge shout-out to young Lane, who's still down there with the horse. And then Nathan Dawson. This season, it, it's unbelievable. He's the leading driver by over 100 wins on the national premiership. Second is Gary Hall, Jr. He won that... Australian Drivers' Championship recently down in Tasmania, albeit cut about by the weather, and now he's claimed another Group 1, a Victoria Trotters derby.
0: What makes him so good, in
1: your opinion? Oh, I just think it's the patience. He he drives with a lot of patience, and every driver's different. Like, it was only a couple of seasons ago we had Pete McMullen achieve something that has never been done before, driving 300-plus winners in a single season. Nathan's on the verge of getting to 400, but I think... And they're so different the way they go about their business. Pete's aggressive, uh, Nathan's aggressive. But he's got that controlled aggression. But I think his patience is the thing that stands out. Mm. And um, knowing
0: what the other horses there form for and all that sort yeah. of stuff as well is a key part. Like yeah. jockeys, obviously, they know every other horse. Yeah. The A-grade jockeys
1: I'm talking yeah. about. The, the, the good um, drivers and, like, the good jockeys, they know the capabilities of their other own horses, horses. Yeah. but they know what the capabilities. What horses to follow, all that sort yeah. of
0: stuff, what horse is going to tie, this and that. Yeah. What's his build like, Chris? Uh,
1: Nathan, uh, Now he works hard on his fitness. Uh, he he's probably is tall as what I am, so Mm -hmm. he'd be about 179, 180 centimetres, Mm -hmm. uh, but keeps himself in a really good in nick. Uh, And he's probably the only um, freelance driver that we have here that gets to focus on that all the time, where Pete McMullen works with his wife. They have their own big team. They've now got the Stallions. But Nathan is just purely on the driving, so doesn't train any horses. He might go out and do a little bit of track work for a few different stables and that, but it's just purely about the race driving, make sure he's in, you know, the best headspace. Fitness-wise, he turns up ready to perform, and this year it's been huge. It's taxing, there's no doubt about it, Mm. but he's got eight weeks to go for this season. He's pushing hard towards 400. He won't get that overall record, which is held by Chris Alford at 456, but... To drive in excess of 400 winners in a single season, that's Mm. a heck of a season. Chris, I know
0: you've got a guest to talk to. There's a lot of things I want to ask you about. Of course, Gloucester Friday night, catch a wave, defeat. Uh, This Kaikuga Kaikuga meeting yesterday, or Kaikora meeting yesterday, of course, I think they raced the day before as well, but Akuda won the, the big cup. But honestly... The more I watch it, the more I want to go there. <laughs> no, honestly, they, what they do there is special, Chris. Like, I mean, they introduced the drone footage as well and they had the the beach, the town, the crowd on the infield. It just looks like a place you'd want to go to. Mm. It's just something yeah. about it every year. Like, there's, we watch a lot of meetings around the world with harness racing, but there's just something so you. Un- it's the uniqueness of that place. Yep. And, of course, your horse took off a lap out, got the front, and that was the end of the section. A cootie yesterday winning as an even-money favourite there.
1: I'm going to make a statement. Yep. And you know how much I love a cooter. And he is the favourite for the cup. I think there's a big, big challenge in front of Spicy. him. Swayze? Yeah. <laughs> he was awesome on Sunday. We can talk about Sunday as well with mm. Menangle, with their big Super Sunday meeting. He went 52 and change for 2,400. And he looks so comfortable doing. His two victories this time in, since he won the Blacks of Fake Beating Leap to Fame, have been enormous. He looks sharper. He looks hungrier. Uh, oh, I think he's gone to a whole new level. Look the I think eye he, of the tiger. Yeah, I think he's the horse to beat for the New Zealand Cup. And I've mentioned this recently. So if he goes to New Zealand, wins the New Zealand Cup, it's, you know, that that's a huge effort in its own right. And then comes back and takes on Leap to Fame again and just say he wins the Inter-Dominion, horse of the year right there and then. Like, given that he's won the Blacks of Fame and if he can claim the, the New Zealand Cup and the Inter-Dominion... Wow, what a what a six yeah, month. Because there was talk
0: with Leap to Fame with that flat tire that he may well have tested him or beaten him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not so sure now, but uh he, he's just come back huge. But Akuda was great yesterday. Um, again, great effort for young young Olivia Thornley. She was handed the keys to a horse like that. She could have been very nervous. And she probably was. But she drove him like yeah, the best horse. Particularly a pressure like that, yeah.
0: short price favourite, big field, standing yeah. start, yeah. when to go. Yep, yeah. you know she,
1: she pulled the right rein mm. each and every time, and she was aggressive. So he was really good, but I think uh, the Australian horse Swayze is going to really test him.
0: Oh, that, that's something I never thought I'd hear you say. Yeah, Ricky Thurlow's—he's shocked as well.
1: He, he might have hung up the <laughs> phone. No, he's with us now. <laughs> the New Zealand Cup. We've got a Big Ten race program today at Albion Park. Four heats of the peak of the creek, and this big $50,000 final takes place on Saturday night, which is the opening night of the Queensland Harness Summer Carnival. Ricky's going to play a major hand in some of these heats today, and he joins us now. Ricky, good morning.
2: Yeah, good morning, Chris. Uh,
1: Let's start with race three, number five, Noble Trick. Um, This guy's going really well. He hasn't been far away at his last couple. Is he capable of causing a bit of an upset here?
2: Yeah, he's got a tricky draw um, today with gate five. But, yeah, um, the horse is going well enough. Um, I would have liked to have drawn a little closer to the fence. But, um, you know, we generally drive him for a bit of luck. Um, but uh, Adam's on him today, so um, I'm not sure what Adam's plans are. But uh, I'll leave that up to him, but the horse as well.
1: All right. The, the key runner in this heat, would you say OK Boomer? Yeah, well, he's,
2: um, you know, he, he looks to the the horse that um, nobody knows a hell of a lot about. But, um, yeah, he probably looks the one to beat.
1: All right. What about in race four, Uga Chaka? This has been a very good buy for your wife, Sharon. Since coming to Queensland, he's been enormous, and he's past two victories. If you need any further proof, just look at those past two wins. He can follow a speed, this horse.
2: Yeah, he's, um, he's actually done a pretty good job since he's come up from Victoria, Uga Chaka, and uh, fortunately, my wife... Um, Found him on the internet and uh, liked what he liked what she saw and yeah and here he is but um, he actually was real quick off the gate a lot of his earlier races um, not that we've used him off the gate uh, we've just driven him quiet but um, it seems to be working so no need to change.
1: Okay, so did he take a little bit of sorting out when he first arrived?
2: Uh, when he came up from Victoria, he, he didn't um, handle the trip too well. Um, you know he he'd had a couple of weeks off in victoria which um i don't think he really spelled that flash and yeah it took me probably three months so i had him probably three or four months before i took him to the trials and um just a lot of slow slow long work building him up and um yeah and we had the carnival on at the time and there wasn't a hell of a lot for him so um yeah we just took took our time with him and um it's yeah getting the rewards now
1: all right that last uh, performance was really good aided by a really frantic pace there's every chance you might get that again because i'm boo lines up in gate one the bowden blues in five they're both go forward types, so the, the harder the better for you
2: yeah I, I think so um you know he he proved last start when uh racing i'm boo and it's a similar type field today um you know that he can follow pace he got a good trip into the race last week um Aided by a good drive, Lane Dwyer, and um, you know he was too quick. But every every start that he's um, like, he's, he's come off the pace on off a slow pace and won. He's come off a fast pace and won. Um, he's done a little bit of work in his races and won. So I think he's very a bit versatile. But from the draw today, um, you know we're just got to let the race come to us and. Hopefully he gets a good card into it, and um, if he's close enough, I think he'll be um, in the finish.
1: Yeah, he looks like he's a fun horse and he's doing a super job. What about Mr Fonzie, uh, similar to uh, Uga Charka? Uh, you are able to claim that race-to-race race double there Friday week ago. Mr Fonzie, uh, he was perfectly driven, put them away, and put them away really well. Can he do it again?
2: Well, he's got a very awkward draw, um, and he's racing um, Mossdale Terry, who looked um, pretty impressive at the trials the other day. So um, I would say from the draw, you know, he's going to need a lot of luck. But uh, in saying that, the horse has finally... uh, The penny's dropped on him, and and he's worked out that he's he's a race horse. And and his last couple of wins have been pretty good, Um, especially his last win, you know, once again, aided by a good drive from Lane. Um, yeah, you know, he was a perfect track into it and I I was a little surprised he won. As easy as he won, to be honest. because um, he's always been a bit of a horse that's been a little lazy and you know, only does what he has to do, but um these last three runs he's um yeah, the penny's dropped and, and he's he's starting to work it all out.
1: Just speaking of young Lane Dwyer, he's down in Victoria helping out with Not As Promised, the derby winner there on Sunday. You've been a great fan of his since he gained his licence. Was there any chance that he was going to answer a, an SOS call and come back to uh, to Brisbane today to drive these horses?
2: Uh, well, if he was up here and um, and he was able to drive, um, you know, like he drives Fonzie and Uga most of their starts... I would have been happy to put him on, no problem. Um, I can't wait till he gets his Metro licence, to be honest. But, um, you know, he's, he's a good young kid. He um, he drives well. Um, you know, anything you need to point out to him, he listens well. And, um, you know, he's doing a very good job. And, and congratulations to um, him and his father and the whole family the other day winning the derby. It was a great effort for him. And, the um, yeah, airline's done a good job looking after him down there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just in closing this series it seems to be getting bigger and better each and every year are you surprised how hard it is this year like there's depth in each of those four heats
2: yeah well i, I was so the the initial year i, I had uh, the general and shadow minister made the final um but that was the thursday back up saturday um i think it's a great idea that they've moved it from tuesday um tuesday to saturday because I, yeah, the yeah horses just might struggle a little bit especially today's supposed to be 34 you know so um gives them a couple extra days to um, recover and get ready for saturday but the depth in this year's um series is is definitely a lot lot better um there's four strong heats and and there's a number of horses you could make a case for probably eight or ten horses that that are legitimate chances to win it so um you know, it'll all come down to luck and running, and you know, whoever gets a good trip, there's there's probably not a hell of a lot between a bunch of the horses, but um, yeah, it makes for exciting races. And and with the times, you know, the quickest times get to pick their draw. So I'm sure people will be mindful of that. Um, I'd just be happy to qualify, to be honest. But uh, from the draws I've got, but you know, what will be, will be, and. Um, yeah, after, after this series, you know, then a lot of these horses, I would guess, would move on to the Bill Dixon race, um, you know, which which looks like being a good race too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, appreciate the time. Best of luck, and we'll see you trackside. Cheers, Chris. There's, there's Ricky Thurlow joining us. So a couple of good chances there, in particular with Uga Charka and Mr Fonzie, both last start winners. Let's go to a, a stable that is uh, well represented today. I think 10 runners, I counted up, Uh And a number of key runners, in particular with those heats of the peak of the creek. Chantelle Turpin, one of the leading trainers in the state, she joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well. So 10 runners today. It's going to be busy and it's going to be hot. Yeah, it's going to be
3: busy. We've got 10 in and Breeze has got two. So 12 heading from our place
1: to the track today. All right. Let's go with uh, the first race, race one. I can't do it. uh, Fresh up. We haven't seen this little filly for a, a number of weeks now, but... How uh, how forward is she condition-wise?
3: Um, nah, She's probably going to need the run. Um, she's a pretty good doer. and she's, she's a little on the chubby side today. So, um, yeah, we just thought we may as well throw her in as a race as opposed to the trial, because she's got a trial against the older horses, so she may as well race with her age group.
1: All right. So whatever she does today, there'll be more improvement to come?
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: All right. Do you rate this filly?
3: Um, well, she's not as good as a brother, um, but um, I think she probably isn't a two-year-old. She probably, yeah, just probably needs to go out into the paddock and probably have six or eight months
1: off. OK. race to the two-year-old maiden pace. Uh, interesting first starter here. Penny Packer looked really good in a recent trial, rating good time, and the tax evader who's first up. Can you give us a lead here? Um... Who's Pete driving? Pete's on
3: (laughs) I think that's your lead. Um, Yeah, I think the the Tax Invader, um, he's obviously first up. He'll probably need the run as well. Um, But, yeah, Penny Packer trials as well.
1: Were you surprised by the trial?
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, I am probably a very hard pass master and um, (laughs) I, I... yeah, I'm pretty hard at them, and, um, yeah, she
1: surprised me, so I'm pretty happy with that. OK. What about race three? He'd won all the peak of the creek. Sweet Georgia Brown. This filly's done a good job. Can I just say last time out, that was in that really strong race, that three-year-old Metro race, Always Smoke, and the stable made one. But a lot of those horses were fresh up, badly in need of a run. Was that filly in that sort of bracket? Yeah, definitely. Um, we weren't
3: disappointed with her run at all. I probably think if you reverse the roles and she leads, Smoke and probably can't sit outside her and beat her. Um, so, yeah, no, we we're pretty
1: happy with her. What would you say is her best racing pattern? Is she a, a horse that likes to lead? Is she better chasing down a target? How do you sort of see her with that racing style?
3: Um, we're still learning. She hasn't had many race starts and she's still learning herself. Um, at the moment, she, she switches on and switches off, so it's hard to probably get a gauge, but I think she will be better off the pace. Um, we've just got to teach her to, to switch on when we want.
1: OK, so you just need that little bit of luck because of the draw today?
3: Yeah, I think she'll be back on the fence a fair bit. So, um, yeah, just a bit
1: of luck. All right. Race four, heat two, the Bowden Blues. He's going really well, placed all four runs this campaign. Is he a leading chance here?
3: Yeah. Um, I'm, I think I'm booze-drawn one, so it's a good skate to see, but, um Although that that stable likes to go forward, but um, does does have
1: pretty good gate speed so um, no doubt people go forward. Okay race five now this is an interesting heat two key runners here both from your stable Whisperer's Secret he's the Queensland Derby runner-up and always smoking who just flies under the radar just keeps turning up getting the job done but they've got big challenges here with second row draws how do you rate their chances? Yeah um Whisperer's Secret
3: obviously we went down for the, the British Challenge heat and he actually come home and he, he tore a hamstring, so we just wiped that series and have setting for this race now. So um, he, he trialled really good not that long ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, just just the draw is probably a little hard for him, but um, he's he pretty well.
1: Is he underrated?
3: Yeah, I actually, I think he is. Um, he probably doesn't get the credit. He always probably yeah, flies under the radar and always comes to good seconds and thirds and that. And... Um, I think his Derby run run was was pretty unbelievable with that. Um, yeah, so no, I do think he's pretty underrated.
1: Okay, and always smoking. He he's been a good buy because he just keeps stepping up to the mark.
3: Yeah, he does. Um, Craig's pretty lucky with all the horses he buys. They all they all do a very good job. Um, but he, yeah, he just he probably flies under the radar as bit as well. Um, he just he never puts in a bad run.
1: Right, so with the draws today, you probably need that little bit of luck, but um, does Pete want to be aggressive with Always Smoking? Um, I would say Pete would be. I, I, we haven't actually spoke about the race, um,
3: but, yeah, I, I would say he would be probably aggressive
1: at some stage in the race. Alright. Race 6, I'm keen to get your thoughts here, in particular with how the driving situation played out. <laughs> Elder Magician RD's Flash. Now, you've been partnering RD's Flash his last couple. All of a sudden, you're off and Pete's on, so... How did that play out at home?
3: (laughs) I I lost the uh, the fight there. Um, Yeah, no, I wanted to drive a flash, but um, Pete chucked a little tantrum and he got on. So (laughs) um, I have blown up and said, if you drive him bad, that's it, you never get back on. But, um, yeah, so I think he's probably a a pretty good chance.
1: All right. You even drove him in in that recent trial.
3: I did, I did. (laughs) I just... I personally think he's probably better off the pace, and that's how I wanted to drive him. Um, I drove him in the trial like that, and he went well.
1: Um, but, yeah, I think he wanted to hop on today. OK, just on that trial, he was sharp there because it was a sub-27 last quarter, and he looked really comfortable going through the line. Yeah, he
3: um, he was. He was really sharp in that trial. Um, we were very happy with him. He went to an angle and he failed. Um,
1: But that was the week that all our horses went bad as well. So we had a virus go through the stables. So, yeah, we picked them back up and they're all
3: on target now. All right. The ex-Kiwi Mossdale Terrier, is he the hardest
1: to beat there? Yeah, I think so. Right. Well, two good chances there. Elder Magician R.D.'s flash. And then we've got to hang around until the last race. It's Mr Clooney. Now, he's got gate seven, but he's not out of this race. No, he's an old war horse. he, He rarely
3: lets us down. Um, we, we always say, you can't keep going, Kenny. Um, but he, 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 no doubt, people will be aggressive with him as well. And um, yeah, he
1: always puts himself into the race. All right. Well, 10 runners today for the stable. A lot of good chances as well. Now, Saturday night, first night of the carnival, Black Sedans, was he nominated for the, uh, the Be Good Johnny Sprint? Uh, yes, yes, he was. Was Leap to Fame amongst nominations? I actually haven't
3: had a chance to look. We were flat out this morning working and doing the mayors as well so um yeah i
1: have another chance to get them on. okay did you have strong uh, numbers for saturday night um i think i nominated eight
3: or nine and then whatever um
1: Qualified yeah whatever makes it from today yeah. yeah all right how are the bookings going for the stallions what about catch the fire yeah no they're good um we're
3: pretty pretty busy at the moment pretty
1: hectic at home but um it's great loving it all right rock and roll dance he just keeps doing the job doesn't he
3: he does. He's, he's very underrated. Yeah. stats um,
1: that's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. He's got two-year-old winners popping up everywhere, and he's still got those uh, proven performers that just keep on keeping on. Yeah. They just. Yeah. He,
3: he's very, very underrated at the price that he is. Um, yeah, a lot of people. He's actually had a lot, a lot of support this year. We've had a lot of. He's got a fair few bookings
1: this year. Excellent. Hey, keep up the good work. We'll see you trackside later today do no thank you. There's Chantel Turpin joining us. So, uh, yeah, that was an interesting engagement there. So, Pete won that arm wrestle with uh, RD's Flash, and Chantel's got a partner, Alta Magician. That's in Heat 4 of the Peak of the Creek. Maddie Elkins is now online. Maddie, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Were you surprised how strong this series was for 2023? No, you know,
4: we throw the money up and the noms normally come. And if you look at those up to 70 races lately for the 20K, they've been outstanding races. So, it was only understandable that everyone lined up this
1: week. Yeah, it's taken over from the Premier's Cup. That used to be the target race when you've got these nice uh, up-and-comers coming through the stable. This series now, that's taken over as the Premier's Cup race.
4: Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I guess a lot more people get their chance being um, heats than you get to preview point, whether you deserve selection or not.
1: So four heats today, so we're guaranteed top two and then, what, the two fastest third. So it's, it's going to be cutthroat racing this afternoon. Yeah, it's going to be very tough and some bad draws are going to make it even harder. Yeah, well, let's go through your bad draws. Uh, Race three, which is heat one. Carly Morgan, this uh, former uh, Southern mayor, she's only had the one local run. What did you make of that first up effort?
4: Um, Yeah, obviously, I think she can go quite better than that. But it was a starting point and I hadn't done a lot with her. So I was actually quite pleased with that. And I think she's trained on
1: since. Okay, so how do you sort of play it here from gate 10?
4: Um, we might go diving to the fence in that race, I think.
1: All right. Race four, heat two. This is Midnight Calm. I, I know you've been setting him for this series. You trialled him last week and you gave him a solid trial as well. How did you grade the trial performance?
4: Yeah, I was happy. Obviously, um, he was a scratch and a few weeks ago and this gave him a few days off and a fresh up. So I wanted to train him down and some of him a pretty hard trial last week. You know, he takes a lot of benefit out of
1: hard racing and,
4: the main reason for that was I was hoping I'd draw out in seven this week and substantive
1: urgent, but we didn't come up with that luxury. Okay. So just looking at this heat then, Imbu one, the Bowdoin Blues five. Um, they, they might just go ballistic here. So does that does that help you?
4: Yeah. Obviously, drawing 10, you need one or two things. A good constant tempo all the way or you want a real burner early in the second quarter slowdown so you can get up into it. But, you know, I don't think there'll be any loping today with the got to run one two and the preferential barrier draws the the fastest time
1: okay the other option here given that a road is drawn to your immediate inside uh he's a high quality three-year-old there's no doubt about it you can sort of follow him as far as you can
4: yeah we've got a couple of there um i think the start may be interesting you know i'm very like to get out and run but probably doesn't possess brilliant early speed um and I think maybe a horse like the and Blues may take a good shot early.
1: Okay, well, that's interesting. Looking forward to that heat. What about this heat? Heat three. You're driving the former Kiwi Creed, who's been set for this series. He trialled recently. He looks like he's a horse, and we spoke with Taylor Gillespie. Sort of hard to read because he's a bit lazy. So how did he feel in the trial?
4: Yeah, it was sort of a learning curve for all of us, I think. Um, you know, he sort of doesn't have much change-up speed at this early stage, and um, I do think maybe the 21 races will suit him in time. But,
1: you know, when the race comes up like this, you've got to have a go. Gate speed. So what do you do at the start here from four?
4: Well, it's the only time we get to look at the front, front of the car on the, the heat. So we might have to um, try and make use of that. Um, it's a funny front line, um, whether we try and drive forward and can find the front. I just find somewhere handy, but I'd say we'll be going forward early.
1: Yeah, it's a good point you raise with that gate speed there. It, it's hard to sort of line up the gate speed. There's no absolute brilliant beginner there off that front line.
4: No, there's not. And, you know, Glover's racing really well, but sort of been driven cold, I'd say, lately, but um, probably don't want to waste barrier one in a heat. Um, Betting Origin does go forward, but doesn't have a lot of speed. And back to the two, doesn't have a lot. So it probably is the heat out of the four that... Um, the first leader doesn't look 100% likely.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting heat, that one. And what about heat four? Again, you've got a second-row draw outside of the second row. So three of the four heats you're running from gate 10. Art Jester, is he is he still work in progress?
4: Yeah, he is. I actually think he's probably the best horse I've got. Um, he's, one of his runs before he come up here at Melton, he won a one-lap race, and he's come from last at the 400 looked a real fast horse and trained up really well. His first up run was really good and sort totally of went off after that and I was making excuses for him each week but at the end of the day, he just I think he was battling a little bit of a virus so we called the 10 and gave him an easy week and that's well, why we gave him that trial last week but I couldn't have been happier with that
1: trial. Okay. So you were happy with that trial. He won that trial and went fast time so the ability is there.
4: Yeah, no, I think, think we're on top of it now. A good draw would have been handy today but in saying that I think he's one that could probably overcome 10 if the race
1: is run for suit. OK, so he's a sneaky little chance there.
4: Yeah, I bet her driving good too, was the
1: rest the want to drive back next week. <laughs> uh, and one of the other key races for you today, you're driving Dance in a Hurry and Race 8, hey, last leg of the quaddie. Uh Well up to winning this race, in my opinion.
4: Yeah, she's actually gone back to her better form the last couple, I think. And I think all
1: she's waiting on is to find the fence and she will be winning one of these races. Does the distance suit 2,138 metres?
4: Um, I don't think it's a concern in this grade. I think at the end of the day, she's basically just got to find the sun in this grade. It doesn't matter what trip it is.
1: Okay. Well, it's going to be a busy day. It's going to be a hot day, and uh, you've got some poor draws there. So all the best.
4: Thank you very much.
1: We'll see you trackside, Matty Elkin. So a couple of uh, interesting runners there, including Art Jester and Heat 4, which is race 6 today. So that's the first leg of the tab treble. They're very interesting heats. Uh, good depth across all four heats. So as it sets up... Top two and the two fastest thirds. They're going to be the 10 qualifiers for Saturday night's final. $50,000 up the grabs for the peak of the creek. Other features on Saturday night will include uh, the Be Good Johnny sprint, the Queen of the Creek. We've got QBread for live features. So it's a, uh, a great meeting coming our way on Saturday night.